0: Love Talk Radio.
1: To the Dr. Karen can radio show. The intention of this show is to empower and inspire you to manifest the life of your dreams, whether it's radiant health, prosperity, loving relationships, or simply peace of mind. Thank you so much for joining me. I'm your host, Dr. Karen can author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain A Holistic Approach. And if you don't have a copy of my book, you can get the first six chapters as a free download on my website, as well as six of my Fast Track Your Healing webinar classes that you can access at any time. And as well, my very popular energy clearing and protection spray that you can use to spray your home, and your house, your bedroom to help uh, you know achieve a sense of calmness and to get rid of negative energy, including entities. And today is the first Monday of the month, so I have my esteemed colleague, Dr. Dennis Loebstein, here with me, and we are going to talk about the five elements of pain patching protocols that we can use with the LifeWave products. Now why you think, What the heck is that? <laughs> well, you know, at the beginning of my Guide to Healing Chronic Pain book, I kind of talk about the different kinds of qualities of pain and um, you know, describing some of them as achy, sometimes they get better with heat, sometimes they get better with cold, um, sometimes they're burning, sometimes they are um you know, like pinpricky. Uh, there's all these different descriptions of pain, and interestingly, in ancient Chinese medicine, um, there are very specific types of pain uh, based on various different theories. And one of them is, uh, you know, we call them pernicious influences: too much damp, too much heat, too much, you know, uh, dry. And and uh, you know, in Western medicine, mind is like, what the heck is that? You know, in in Chinese medicine, we might say, you know, someone has damp cold or you know and and then in western medicine we're like oh no they have a virus you know (laughs) or something like that so what's very interesting is that um, in western medicine we just pretty much call it pain Yeah, we can describe it, achy pain, burning pain, but we don't really have reasons for why it feels different and why certain pains get better with heat and some get better with cold, but in Chinese medicine, we do. So I asked Dr. Dennis to come on the show today to explain to us what are some of these understandings of the five elements of nature, water, um, metal, earth, wood, and how that relates to how we might perceive or feel pain in our bodies and maybe some hands-on, some acupuncture points that we can use to help with certain types of pain. And so he's going to be going through some of that today. Uh, and so I am, as I normally do, and my new habit is uh, every first Monday I am writing the blog of the notes from today's call at the same time as we're doing the show. So about 10 minutes after the show, you will have a brand-new blog with all the things that Dr. Dennis and I have covered today. And if you are on live, you're more than welcome to ask a question. Um, If you do ask a question about LifeWave phototherapy patches and how they work for certain symptoms, we want you to stick to asking about the symptoms. Please refrain from uh, talking about uh, curing treatment or preventing any diagnoses. We're not allowed to talk about those things. Um, and, uh, and if you're on the chat, same goes for you. So if you have you know, any questions uh, related to diagnoses, we're actually going to ignore those. So you have to reframe your questions. If you have any, it does not have to do with pain. It can do with anything. We already have three questions submitted prior to the show uh, that we're going to cover today, which are some pretty interesting questions. So I'm looking forward to um, you know, uh, talking to Dr. Dennis about that. So uh, I'd like to welcome Dr. Dennis to the show Hey Dr. Dennis.
0: Hey, Dr. Karen. Hi, everybody. Glad to be here with you all.
1: yeah, thanks for being here i I know i um wasn't sure whether we were gonna have a topic to talk about this month, <laughs> but i really <laughs> i thought you know what i i I'm trying to explain to my patients sometimes about this whole pain thing, so um maybe you can uh you know give us some something from your uh Chinese medicine perspective about pain or or if you want to start with a story, you can do that too.
0: Okay. I'll do both. So
1: okay. in,
0: in general, uh, well, first, even before I get started with that, y'all might want to take some notes because I'm going to talk about choose three men and the five element points, how they're related to that. So in order to see that picture, it would be good if you were able to draw things as I talk about them, like a picture of the arm, a picture of the leg, and, and then, you can write in what I'm talking about and then see big picture. But I'll, I'll attempt to be graphic with the way I describe things. So uh, as, as you know, Dr. Karen, in Chinese medicine pain is caused by blockages to the flow of chi, the flow of blood. And that, that translates into inflammation is one cause of blockage and so is accumulation of toxins or just kind of some kind of physical blockage too. So how do we get rid of those blockages? Well, um, Dr. Karen asked me to talk about how to do that from a five element perspective. And so that's why I'm bringing up the shoestream points, which I'll describe in a minute. So I have this, this one experience I want to share with you all because in five element medicine you can resolve a lot of issues with just one point one acupoint and I remember I had this one patient that I was seeing once that uh, had heaviness and stagnation in her bladder area and um she had heat in her head and swelling and pain. And so I'm looking at this whole picture or pattern. And from a five element perspective, that can be addressed with what's called a shoe stream point. Because shoe stream points address heaviness and joint pain and damp, which is accumulation of fluids or edema and wind or movement or obstruction or bee pain. So I'm thinking, okay, bladder and stream point pattern. So which bladder point would be good for that? And so I am thinking, okay, let's look on the five element chart here. And we see if we go to water that bladder 65 is the sedation point for all those excesses and it's also a shoestring point and that shoestring point bladder 65 is a wood point and if you if you recall the five element chart how we go in a circle and you might want to draw this out so you can see what i'm talking about draw the turtle with a turtle's head and the four legs and then draw a circle, like, like a circle for, all the, for the head and, and each leg, and then draw another circle connecting the head and all the legs. So then you have a, your, your picture of your five-element chart with the fire at the top, and then as you go clockwise, you've got earth, metal, water, wood, and then back to fire. So if we looked at our water and we, we look for a sedation point, we find that the, uh, the wood point in the water sedates it because the water is a mother and the wood is a child. And if you stimulate the child point in the mother, then you sedate the mother. So we're talking here about bladder, and so the wood point is um, is going to be involved here with addressing the issue in this pattern. So I just needled bladder sixty five, and the whole pattern cleared up. Just that one point. Wow! So,
1: so how do you know which? Which, which pattern means what type of five element imbalance?
0: Well, that's what I'm about ready to describe. So I wanted ah, to tell the story first so you can see why it's so important about what I'm going to talk through here.
1: Okay. Sounds really cool. I think everybody got yeah. lost with the whole mother-child thing, but you can, you can review that after.
0: <laughs> okay. Well, just remember the five element chart. Fire is metal, water, wood, and you can draw in the turtle. And uh, then remember that water is before wood, so water's the mother, wood's the child. So that, that's why I had you draw that in, just to refer to that. Okay, so um, the the point of the story, or sharing that, that story, or that case that I had, was to illustrate how it can be really important just to select the right point to resolve all the issues. And I was amazed myself at how everything cleared up just with that one point. Cool. Okay. So, so the next thing to address is uh, what shoe Stream chi flow is, and then talk about how the five elements are re- related to Zong Fu. So draw another picture like of an arm. Let, let's do the right arm. And if you can't draw very well, you can put your hand down in the paper and just trace over your arm from the elbow around your fingers and around your thumb and back up to your elbow. So you have a, a, an image of your arm. Okay, so in, in five-element um, medicine and even in, in ancient TCM, There are points called stream points or five element points that exist in a pattern that go from a, a small river or tributary into a larger flowing stream into a big giant river and on expanding flooding into a sea. Now these points can be labeled in order. From the thumb to the elbow, or from the toes to the knee, in the following way. At the thumb, you have Jing Well points, and and the the Chinese term is first the Jing point, but Jing is well, so it's called Jing Well. So we're we're moving from the thumb towards the elbow. <clears throat> okay, so first we've got Jingma point and then we have Ying Spring Point. And then we're still moving towards the elbow. We have a shoe stream point. As in my example, the, the shoe stream was uh, a wood point uh on the leg, which was uh actually on the foot, bladder sixty-five. Okay, and then we go from the Stream point to a Jing River point, and then from Jing River all the way up the arm to the elbow, a Ho Si point. So the sea is where all the flow is going, from the Jing Well to the sea. So to review it again, we got Jing Well, Ying Spring, stream, Jing River, and Ho Si. Now, I'm going to describe what each of those points are used for but let me quote first from the spiritual pivot chapter 71 so you get some idea of why these are important so the spiritual pivot says quote the point at which the chi rises is known as the jing well the point at which the chi glides is known as the ying spring the point at which the chi pours through is known as the shu stream The point at which the qi flows is known as the Jing River. And the point at which the qi enters inwards is known as the Hu Si. All right, so.
1: Wow.
0: I don't even know what qi
1: glide means. A qi glide.
0: (laughs) Qi glide, yeah.
1: Lie. It's a Qi glide
0: mm-hmm. or chi chi flow, in other words. All right, so we we can follow along if we're if we're on a yin meridian, it's also known as a zong meridian, and if we're on a yang meridian, it's also known as a fu meridian. So if you've heard the term zong fu. That refers to yin yang meridians. So, in the case of the Zong or the yin meridians, we start with wood at the Jingwell point. And the, the flow of the Qi goes from the wood to the fire to the earth to the metal and then to the water, just like in the five element circle. Only we start with wood at Jingwell. So in the case of the Zong, which we're talking about, the yin organs or the yin meridians, the Jing Well is first, and then we move on to fire, which is a yin spring, and then we move on to earth, which is a stream, and then we move on to metal, which is a Jing River, and then we move on to water, which is a Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Got it. Okay, so one way to remember that you start with wood in the yin or the zong organs is you start with a W, like W-O, for woman or yin. And then you follow the regular flow, wood, fire, earth, metal, water. Mm-hmm. Or Jing, well, Ying spring, Shu stream, Jing, river, and hosi, which you can see on the little map of your arm that you just drew in a minute ago. Okay, then we go to the Fu or the Yang meridians. And in that case, in the case of the Fu, the Jing well point is the metal point. So we start with metal, and then we follow the five element cycle, going from metal to water to wood to fire, and then the end with earth. So that means that the metal point is the Jing well point in the case of the Fu or the Yang meridians. And water is Ying Spring. Wood is the Shu Stream, just as in the example that I gave with a case study, which was bladder 65 was a wood point in that case. And then we go to Fire, which is a Jing River, and Earth, which is a sea. Now, why I'm saying all this gobbledygook will become important as I describe the characteristics of these shoestring points, like what Jing well does and what Ying Spring does and so on. Okay, mm-hmm. so we got the flow there of the Zong Fu. All right, so now let's, let's focus in on what the Jing Well points do. And in the case of the zong or the yin meridians, that would be the wood points. In the case of the fu or the yang meridians, that would be the metal points. Right. Okay, so so let, let's you can make a little chart on your paper. Uh, write in uh, one, two, three, four, five boxes, and at the top of the box you put Jing Well in the first one and then put a line and put Ying spring and another vertical line and then Chu stream and another vertical line and jing river and another vertical line and husi and then you can draw a horizontal line between all of those titles because you're going to draw in to fill in the boxes to see what each of those does okay so in the case of the jingmo points they're indicated for psychological problems, mental illness, fullness under the heart or heaviness of the chest, like chest stifling or chest pain.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So let me give you an example of why that's important <clears throat> for chest pain in the general point. If somebody's having a heart attack, and I've, I've had patients do this before, when they're having a um, a sudden or paroxysmal dysrhythmia i have them bite their jingwell point to stimulate it and it stops a heart attack mm. so mm. the um, the uh the point for the heart is heart 9 which is on the inside or medial part or the the radial side of the little finger. So the actual jingle point is at the tip of the finger or where the side of the nail and the, the bottom of the cuticle cross that one point on the corner of the nail. That is the Jingmu point. And if i were actually going to do acupuncture on that point i could stab it to to make it bleed to, to let the heat out and all the energy that's related to the heart attack you know if you don't have that equipment and you don't want to bleed yourself you can just bite it of course <laughs> if you're if you're if you got someone who's having a heart attack they're not going to mind you bleeding them a little bit <laughs> yeah, of course. That, I think most people
1: the problem is they don't know they're having a heart attack.
0: Right. So even just some chest stifling. So if there's like chest pains, tell tell your your people you're working with to bite that point, like with a canine, and stimulate it real good, and it'll go away. Wow. Okay, so and then of that, course that's get medical the,
1: attention.
0: Oh yeah, this doesn't rule <laughs> out medical attention. In our culture, we have to say, of course, you need to call nine one one and have them come and use their EKG machine and make sure you don't have a dysrhythmia and take you to the hospital if they think that it's necessary or indicated and so on, so that the ER doctor can check you out.
1: Right. Of course, in, in
0: L.A., we're really lucky we have competent paramedics. Like the the ones that come to our house come from Venice Beach, and they're really skilled at dealing with overdoses on drugs.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: but, but I've been in other cities where the, the, the ambulance comes in like the Three Stooges, and then you have to have some backup knowledge. But in oh, L.A., boy. we're pretty lucky. We have really competent medics. Okay, so uh, that that's the Jingmo point and what it does, and an example of how to use it.
1: Okay, cool.
0: So now let's go to the fire point for for Zong, and that's a Ying spring. So in the box that you drew in for Ying spring, you can put in hot sensations, febrile fever toxic heat, uh, complexion change, like the face gets really red kind of stuff. So there's excess heat, and that excess heat can cause blockages that create pain. And the feeling is red, hot, and painful to the touch. So... um, that that's a characteristic of the yin spring point, and let's see if we. Uh,
1: and that's the ying spring point of just the yin meridians.
0: It's it's all the yin spring points. We're talking about characteristics oh, all. of all the. Yeah, all of them. All, okay. both Zong and fu, but in the okay. case of the Zong, they're the fire points, and in the case of the fu, they're the water points.
1: Okay, got it.
0: Okay, so let's move on to shoestream. So shoestream's characteristics are heaviness, obstruction, known as BI or B pain. That's pain caused by obstruction or blockage, like mechanical blockage. And that includes joint pain, um, wind, and even damp. Wind is movement, and damp is accumulation of fluid. So the shoestring points deal with all those characteristics. Mm.
1: How does somebody know if they have excess wind or damp?
0: Wind is movement, like uh, trembling. Like in, 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 if somebody's got Parkinson's, they're trembling and they have tremors. Okay. Uh, if if they have uh, edema, it's accumulation of damp or fluid. And uh, if they have heaviness, that's an indication of a damp accumulation. And so, the, as in my example, like a bladder 65, the shoe stream points are indicated for that kind of pattern. So the shoe stream for the zong would be the earth points, and for the foo would be the wood points, as in my example with, um, with the bladder 65. I, I know it's called bladder 65, but it's the wood point in the, in the water or the bladder. Okay, so next we have Jing River, and the the pattern that tells us the Jing River point is indicated is stuff like coughing and asthma, breathing problems, chills like hot and cold alternating flashes, and and, uh, sensations like hot and cold, and voice sound changes. So I, I suppose uh, if somebody got kicked in the wrong place and their voice went up, then that would be <laughs> a good Jing River point. <laughs> okay, so in, in the zong flow, that would be a metal point. And in the foo flow, that would be a fire point. Okay, and last but not least, we have Hosee. And those are usually dealing with foo organs, like rebellious chi. The foo organs are hollow, and they have movement of fluid going through them, like the stomach and the intestines. So in the case of stomach, if we have rebellious stomach chi, that causes nausea and dizziness. And in the case of the colon, uh, we could have diarrhea because the, the flow through the, the foo organ is, is not being regulated properly. So Hosei is indicated for that. And in the case of the Zong, that would be water. And in the case of the foo, that would be earth. Okay, so let's go back and look at some examples. So I, I gave an example. Gave an example for um for the chest. And uh oh great. I I apologize that I have roofers.
1: <laughs> we don't hear them. <laughs> I know
0: they're they're banging on the front door and I gotta go tell him just to go ahead in the back So
1: that's no okay. One Let else me answer a home. question. Let me answer a question. There yeah, you so, go. So, How about
0: that? a question, and I shall be right back.
1: <laughs> All right. Oh, my gosh. That's too funny. All right. So we have some questions from some folks that have been submitted, uh, some of which I can answer So <laughs> with the one I can't answer. So um, so one of the questions from people was, what's the difference between the LifeWay phototherapy patches uh, and the uh, other um magnets uh tape and holographic disks uh and specifically the last one uh was the one they were talking about but i thought i'd include the the magnets as well um uh, now interestingly and um kind of serendipitously uh, one of my LifeWave distributors, Heidi. Um, it, she actually has a AcuGraph machine, and that's a meridian testing machine. I don't have that fancy one; I have uh, a lower end one. Um, and basically, it tests the balance of energy in your meridians. So she actually had an AcuGraph testing done, and um, she said that you know the the machine said to, that she should patch spleen twenty one, and that's a point if you tap underneath your Armpit, like about four finger widths down, oftentimes that is sore there. Um, so she was uh, um, thinking, okay, great, I know which acupuncture point that I can use. So the first thing she did was to try magnets. So she had a pretty strong magnet she put on either acupuncture point. Um, and then she, um, you know, after, I, I can't remember how many days, it uh, wasn't very long actually, um, she went and retested her AcuGraph, and um, what she noticed was what's called splits, and what that means is that the one side of the body is um, one way, and the other side's the other way, so one, you'll see a really high you know, reading, too high, and the other one is going to be lower, and so there was a lot of right and left body splits. It was like her body wasn't even, it wasn't balanced. So she's like, Oh wow, okay. So guess guess we shouldn't be using magnets on those. Um, so then she used the life wave patches. Now she tried uh, a yin and a yang patch. So the yang patch goes on the right and the yin patch goes on the left. So she chose eon to go on the right, spleen twenty one and um the uh, sp6 uh, which is a young patch for appetite control but we also use it for hormonal balance um she's done the left spleen 21 which i'm pushing right now and boy they are a little sore anyway um so she used that and then um she did one patching and then she retested the next day and it was really amazing uh the splits okay, went check. away and um all the meridians were balanced out and then she and i asked her permission to publish those on our blog so i will be doing that at a later date and publishing those i just have to clarify you know what she did and how she did it and that kind of stuff but her AccuGraph was so much better so basically when you use things like magnets magnets are inorganic Magnets are can be very, very, very strong, and if you don't know what you're doing with magnets because they're not smart, <laughs> um, they just kind of go one way. Um, so you can really imbalance the energy centers of the body if you don't know what you're doing with magnets. Like some people, you know, are really into magnet therapy, and they'll put them on their head, they put them on the bed, and they, you know, put like five, six different ones on their body, and they really don't understand what they're doing to the energy centers of the body. And this is perfect that, you know, Heidi just, you know, told me about this case of herself and how it split. So the um, the holographic discs actually have um, obviously holographic information on them. I've actually tried them. I've tried them from two different companies in the past. And they keep, um, I don't know, the companies, I don't know what happens, like they, like, keep coming up and then they disappear and they come up uh, so I don't, I don't really understand um, why there's always a new company coming out but um, I did ask the company for some data about um, their um, patches um, and there wasn't a lot of data on their patches so being a medical doctor I really like uh, data because I want to make sure it's safe and uh, so I did try this one that um and I just couldn't get it to work for me or my patients. Um, other practitioners thought they were great, but again that, that company had no data at all, but you know, just anecdotal stuff from from their um from their patients. So I mean, when I explained Yeah Doctor Dennis, therapy. we're talking about the difference between holographic discs and, and life wave patches. Okay yeah so I was just saying that um you know holographic discs um there's not a lot of data, and some of the data is negative about whether they work or not um the thing with the acupuncture points and you using the phototherapy patches is that these resonate biological frequencies um so they're made with very simple ingredients and nano sized crystals, crystals, as you know, and many of you know um are holders of information and very strong holders of information. So instead of thinking it's like one frequency, it's multiple biological frequencies. And this is what was explained to me by Dr. Steve Haltywanger, the medical director of LifeWave. So it's much more closer to biology and how they work. And so they're kind of intelligent that way. Um, So you're able to balance a meridian by just putting a set of patches on the meridian. If the meridian's too high and too hot, it'll calm it down. If the meridian is too low and deficient, it'll build it up. And I don't think you can do that with magnets. Um, And like I said, I personally have not found the holographic discs uh, very helpful. They don't have a lot of data backing them up. Um, And they're not biological frequencies. So I don't know. On my body, it doesn't work. (laughs) Maybe on somebody else's, Mm. it doesn't. Good for them. So do you have anything to add to that, Dr. Dems, before we get back to our topic?
0: Well what you're describing sounds like uh, you could use this ancient technique called Akabane to to detect an imbalance between right and left meridians and then figure out where to put the disc.
1: Possibly. And, we were and, talking uh, about yeah, like we were talking about someone using Acugraph and using a magnet and okay. they found that they had right left splits. Uh, you know, that, that the right and left sides of the body were really um very unbalanced after using the magnets.
0: Sure, the AcuGraph would be another used, way to, to balance.
1: Yeah. yeah. And once they used the um, Eon and SP6 on those points, uh, all those points balanced out really nicely, like really nicely on the AcuGraph. Nice. It was cool. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah. So she let me, she let me publish it. I just have to ask her more questions on, on um, when she patched when, because uh, it wasn't very long afterwards that she has the before and after, but I just wanted to make it clearer. So stay tuned for that. I'll put that on the blog a little later. Um, do you have okay, anything so else to add as far as what's the difference between patches, holographic discs, and magnets? Uh,
0: what is the name of the holographic discs?
1: Uh, I'm not sure. Um, let's see if I can
0: find it. Um because that, that can actually be the holographic patterns can be created with intent. And then you can use that pattern as an energy needle on these points we're talking about. So if we, if we follow this, this paradigm for the Zong Fu that I outlined earlier, you can figure out which point or points to use and then put the disk on that or put the patches on that or use an energy needle on that point.
1: Okay, it says quantum holographic discs. That's what he wrote me. Quantum discs. Hmm. So I don't okay. know how long they've been around for. Like I said, this this must be like the fifth or sixth or seventh company that, you know, um, that I've heard of. Um, the aura patches I use those are the ones with a lot of clinicians backing it. Um, I just couldn't get it to work for me, it, and it seemed to run out really quickly when I muscle tested it. So I just kind of gave up on those. Um, and I don't know how long this one has been. So do you have any experience with these guys?
0: No, not with the holographic disc you're talking about, no. Oh,
1: okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I said to people, you know what, I think if there's something you really want to try, you know, like go ahead and try it and see if it works for you. Um, see if your symptoms get better, you feel better I mean it's really, I think it's good to if you have access to an AcuGraph or some other machine uh, to document that it's helpful uh, like I said, some people think, oh I feel better with magnets and then like, you know, years later they're so deficient because something's been draining them um, I think you do need to be careful but uh, likewise uh, products have been studied uh, a lot by you know, they have 70 plus Seven zero plus uh, studies uh, with safety and efficacy from around the world. So I'm very confident, and I know the CEO and inventor personally, so I'm very confident about, you know, them working and being safe. So I'm very happy to endorse them, of course, my own personal experience as well.
0: Yeah, uh, ditto about LifeWay patches.
1: Mm-hmm. I think they're awesome. Okay.
0: Um, well, let's I'm, get back bit- to our topic here i'm am a bit of a purist and i I tend to like the ancient findings because they're thousands of years old with a lot more experimentation uh but still i'm I'm also a scientist besides a mystic, and I understand if there's good sound science behind something, it's likely to be good and work well and and as you just pointed out, the life wave patches have good science behind them mm-hmm. okay, so uh what we were talking about laid down the basics of the paradigm that we're that we're talking about in the shoestring points related to the five element um, points for pain, so I gave a few examples and I uh, just give some more examples and then we can answer some questions
1: okay, sounds good
0: okay so uh let's say somebody comes to see you and they have excess heat and it's painful to the touch and so if you touch something and it's painful to the touch they have an excess condition especially if it's red and it's hot so from the Stream points or the chi flow of the Stream points that we talked about can you guess which of the five stream points would be indicated for that?
1: So let's see. So let's see. One, two, three, four. Five. So we're talking about Ying Spring because of toxic heat fever. Yeah, thing. right.
0: Exactly.
1: Okay. All right. And that's the so, hot
0: sensation. Go ahead.
1: So, so let me just clarify something. Now, um, all these different, like the Jing Well, Ying Spring, Shoe Stream, Jing River, Hesse, all of them are also called Shoe Stream Points.
0: As a yes. Yes, yeah, oh, a group. They're all Shoe Stream Points, but the third okay. one is specifically Shoe Stream. Just like ah. the fourth one is called Jing River, and the first one is called Jing Well. So, you know, unless you're familiar with the whole layout, it can get confusing with the terminology.
1: Yeah, okay, got it, got it, got it.
0: (laughs) So they're all shoestream points, but the third one specifically is the shoestream point.
1: (laughs) Got it. (laughs) Okay, thank you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. All right, so we identified that the yin spring point is appropriate for for excess heat causing pain. And so we know the excess heat is causing a blockage somewhere. So we can use the yin spring points for that. And so on the zong or the yin meridians, those are fire points. And on the fu, they're water. So let's see, uh, let's consider uh, the heart for starters. So the yin spring point for the heart is heart eight.
1: So, how do you know which uh, which organ to go to? Is it where that pain is located?
0: Uh, you would um, well, the easiest way to know is to have a five element point chart or this five element table, like the turtle that I outlined with all the details filled in, so you so you can read it.
1: Okay, so it doesn't matter where this excess heat is, right? It could be on the head, it could be on the on the on the arm, it could be on the ankle. You're still going That's to right. use the yin spring <laughs> point yep okay,
0: yeah, and let's see uh for example one one of the yin springs in earth is stomach forty four and that's well known to drain excess heat out of the body, the stomach 44 point. And if if we were to use a yin-yang pair in, in the uh, earth for the yin spring action, we would use spleen 2 combined with stomach 44. And how do I know spleen 2? That's uh, a fire point in the spleen, and stomach 44 is a water point. So And it uh, always say,
1: goes from uh, distal to proximal, like further away from you, to closer away from you, as far as when you count the um, the the Jingwell, Ying, Spring, Shoe Stream, Jing River, Hesse, right? Like it goes from... Right, all, all the
0: Jingwell points are it at the tips of the toes, and all the okay. husky points are, are on the elbow or the knee, and the other points are in between in the flow that you just mentioned.
1: Okay. Well, that's interesting because the stomach meridian, for example, uh, the flow goes down the leg, but the flow you're talking about with the shoestream goes up the leg from small to big.
0: Right, so, so you're
1: going from a higher stomach point, you know, to a lower stomach. Like, and in, in, so you're going from forty-four to like thirty-six. You know what I mean? Like, you're yeah. not going from one to one to one to five. <laughs> like, yeah, that's because
0: we're stomach forty-four is towards the end of the stomach channel, and we're draining the heat out. So mm. the the way to identify that point using this paradigm is that it's a ying spring point that's indicated for excess heat. And uh, you don't want to bring the heat back into the husi. You want to drain it out like towards the foot in the direction that the channel is, that the, the actual meridian for the stomach is flowing. So the, par- the paradigm gives you a model that, flow, that appears to flow a different way, but it's actually a way of identifying which point to get. Okay. Or to use. And I, I know you, everybody who doesn't have a five element chart in front of them is working in the dark because you can't see specifically inside each element. There are micro wheels that have the points around the circles in each one, and you can identify which element is in there. Like if we're, we're talking about the earth element in spleen. Spleen 2 is a fire point, and so that means it's a, it's a tonification point because the fire is the mother and, and the uh, earth is the child. And so if you tonify the mother point inside the child, which is the fire point, spleen 2, then you bring the chi on from fire, the mother, into the earth child. And then yeah, what I'm going to do so- is I'm
1: going to try to find one of these for you guys. Um, I mean, there's a lot of ones you can buy, of course, um, you know, on the uh, uh, on the Internet. But I'm going to try to find an image for you. <laughs> if you want to buy a chart, you're more than welcome to buy a chart. Um, yeah, there's one by Acupuncture Products that looks looks great. It's kind of what you're looking for. But anyway, yeah, you so it's a little tricky. Ty
0: said, you probably still So if you go to www.tai.edu, you'll probably be able to find one.
1: Yeah, it'd be great to people go, okay, I have, you know, I have this kind of damp, dampness kind of, you know, um, pain. How do I know which point to, you know, which point to, to acupuncture or to use patches on.
0: Right. Well, you go to uh, to patterns for damp, and um, the Shu stream points are indicated for that, like the Bladder 65 that I chose, and you can also use uh, Gallbladder 41 or um lung 9 even and i like to use yin yang pairs so let's say if i were choosing lung 9 i would like if there's damp in the lungs like from phlegm and coughing then i would also use large intestine 3 as the yang for that
1: oh well let's give some let's give people like some simple options so for example someone's got Um, So going back to your original uh, first example, so someone's got, uh, say, you know, uh, some infectious process going on their lower leg, and it's hot, uh, it's painful to the touch. Um, You know, we could obviously use the ice wave patches for pain around that area, but you know, what if they have, you know, inflammation and heat and itching and other things that are hot in the body, like you suggested. Possibly using a spleen two and then a stomach forty four. So, were yep. you talking about two on the left with a tan patch and stomach forty four on the right with a white patch?
0: Well, that's where you can get creative. Uh, you could use one, um, one. Let's say if you're just using uh, ice wave, use the the white ice wave on on. Uh, right stomach 44 and the tan one on left spleen two, or if you use instead of uh splitting the body in half down the middle you can split it horizontally between sky and earth so that the belly button is is the defining paradigm so then you would use the, the tan patches on stomach 44 and then put the um the white patches on spleen two of both feet.
1: Right. That's that's creating two sets of patches, though.
0: Yeah, that's correct. Okay. But if you just use one set, uh, to then use the white one on the right on the stomach and the tan one on the left on spleen two. then then you're getting both yin spring points in the earth element to drain the excess heat.
1: Okay. So, okay, let's go to our next example here. uh, If I may so to tell you what happens to me when I get pain, (laughs) this is not terrible at all, but it's still awesome to have different options. So, um, the pain that I would sometimes get is damp related. I think damp related pain. So if I eat cheese, you know, or too much, and it's like rainy out, um, or sugar, or something like that, I tend to be, you know, my constitution, my earthy constitution. I tend to like swell, you know, a little bit. Um, so the pain that I get is like achy, like you know, like achy joints, achy muscles. Like it's like damp, that kind of achiness. Um, yeah. Sometimes when I move my knee, it's like, ooh, 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 it's, it's kind of painful until I kind of get going and, you know, and heat definitely makes it feel better. Um, so what uh, what shoestream points would you uh, um, uh, say would be good for that kind of damp um, pain?
0: Okay, that kind of damp you're describing uh, is uh, indicated for shoestream and uh what you describe with the muscles that's related to spleen so in that case i would use the yin yang pair spleen 3 and stomach 43
1: oh very close yes
0: so there's Just the sp- a one the up spleen. from the other one right and the the uh, spleen 3 is the uh the um shoe sp- stream for Earth, and it's also the Harari point for Earth. And Harari means it's the same element inside the element. Mm. So um, you use Harari points, just as an aside, when you're following the uh, clock so you know which element to deal with at a certain time.
1: Oh, that's how you spell it. Okay, I'm not gonna spell that, guys.
0: <laughs> What's that? <Orrery.
1: laughs> yeah. So, and device. we're talking about uh, we're talking about ice wave patches, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: So, uh, so the, uh, if you look on the clock, which is on the center of most of these five element charts, you'll see that spleen time and each of them has a two-hour window, is 9 nine a.m. to 11 a.m. So that's when the spleen chi is the highest in the spleen meridian, and that's when the horary point would be indicated. So the best time to stimulate spleen three to do what we want to, to optimize what we want to as a stream point and a horary point to deal with the damp that you just described, that damp pattern, would be between nine and eleven a.m.
1: Hmm. But I probably just wear the the patches all day.
0: Yeah. Right. Right. And and the paradigm I'm talking about was developed for needling. In five element medicine, you just needle quickly and pull the needle out. So it's like a quick oh. stimulation. I see, I see.
1: Yeah.
0: But if you wanted to begin the stimulation of it, it would respond best during that time for the Harari point of the element.
1: Do you think that's why I I tend to feel worse at night, uh, like around 11 p.m.? Because the spleen chi is the weakest then?
0: Yeah, that's when you're... um, Your gallbladder time is the strongest between 11 and 1, 11 p.m. and 1 a.m. And the the gallbladder uh, also will regulate the spleen. So if you look at the star on the center of the five element chart, you see that the gallbladder is controlling or regulating the spleen. So, in other words, the grandmother controls the grandchild, or cuts down on it, or reins it in. So, at the time that gallbladder is the highest in energy, the spleen is the lowest because it's getting reined in by the grandmother, which is the gallbladder in the wood.
1: Hmm. Right. So theoretically I could uh sedate the gallbladder.
0: Yeah, you could. Yeah. But um that that's its that's its time. Yeah, it's supposed you know, to be that.
1: Have... <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we got hot pain, we got damp pain. What about cold pain?
0: Okay. <clears throat> that would be uh, addressed with the Jing River points. <laughs> sorry, my voice is going out.
1: <clears throat> oh, wait, we know so, what that one's for, right, everybody? <laughs> the voice one? <laughs> oh, That was for Jing River, yes. So very funny. Oh, my goodness. Right. Okay, sorry. Go ahead.
0: <laughs> so if you've got hot, cold alterations or chills, uh, coughing, breathing, that's right on, it's Jing River and uh for for the uh, the lung, you could use lung eight, and its corresponding gene river point in in the um, in the metal element would be large intestine five. so i I put a uh, a white either energy enhancer, or ice wave or an eon patch on the right large intestine five. And then one of the tan ones or SP six on left lung eight, and then then you're activating the Jing River. At the same time, you're doing a yin, yin yang pair in the element.
1: All right, cool. So
0: it's also it's also good for pain caused by cold, and also breathing problems, and and like I just demonstrated, rebellious lung qi creating coughs.
1: What does cold pain uh, feel like, like if it's, if it's not related to cough?
0: It's usually a deficiency. So it's like the opposite of excess heat, which is red and hot. So cold is like white and, and cold. And it's a deficiency. So when you touch it and push on it, it feels better. And it's more painful when it's left alone. which is the opposite of Yeah, I have an of example
1: of that, I think. Um, okay. So tell me if this is correct. <laughs> so, uh, like, sometimes when I was a child, um, I would get a tummy ache, um, and I can't remember what I ate, but I think it was, like, maybe, like, cold salad or something, okay? So it was, like, an ice cream, not ice cream, um I don't know, like a Popsicle and, and salad or something like that, and I would get a tummy ache, and it would feel better when I would put a hot water bottle on it. Yep. So is that an example so, of cold pain?
0: Yes. And okay. Because heat, heat is a remedy for it, and so that that's a good indication that it's cold pain. And uh, it's usually involved with deficiency, so uh, if you uh, add... Or tonify, add chi to it or tonify it you're going to make it better.
1: Yeah. Um, so add qi flow. Yep.
0: And uh, what what you've been describing about your own pattern sounds like a spleen chi deficiency.
1: Yeah. Working. So work. in the case of Jing
0: <laughs> River points, we can go to Spleen Five and Stomach Forty One as the yin yang pair using Jing River points. You don't have to use yin yang pairs, you could just use one point. Mm.
1: Yeah, because I I think that, um, yeah, for me, uh, I noticed that, um, like if I get like, uh, you know, trigger points or at night, uh, that my left arm sometimes will start going cold and, uh, will feel like there's, a. I could tell it's chi stagnation, you know, like there's not a lot of chi flowing in the arm. Now, for me, sometimes it's a spiritual thing. That's an indication for something, but I uh, won't we'll go, go into that in this show. But if I use heat on it or I do gua sha or I do some sort of manual therapy which creates heat, or if I'm just like, oh, let me do this real quick. I'll just put, you know, some ice wave patches on it. Oftentimes the white patch has to go where the cold feeling is. And then it makes it yeah. feel better.
0: Yeah, because the white patch tonifies. And it would and feel it worse more if energy. you put the tan patch on it because that would be sedating something that's already deficient. And uh, that that would uh, create more pain. So that's a good way to tell. you know, If you've got a white patch on it and it feels better and a tan patch on it makes it feel worse, then you know you have a deficiency. If it's the other way around, if you put the tan patch on an excess and the pain goes away and it feels better, and the white patch makes it feel more painful, then you know it's an excess or too hot.
1: I think some people, Doctor Dennis, when they like, um, like when they exercise and the pain gets better, is that a uh-huh. cold pain symptom? Or is that yeah, you a damp pain it. symptom? Or could it be both.
0: <laughs> it could be both. Uh, when they exercise, it feels better. Um, another way you could look at it is when you're exercising, you're moving chi and blood, and, and that uh, works through the blockages. Like even if mm-hmm. there's a deficiency blockage or a cold blockage, then the uh, the increased blood flow from the exercise will warm that area up.
1: Yeah, I have some friends who are not into this kind of woo woo Asian medicine stuff, but um, you know they they're like, oh, I don't understand. When I stand still, it hurts. I can barely stand, but I can run, and it feels great when I'm running. And I'm thinking, stagnant chi, stagnant chi, you know.
0: You you know just to, just to give some perspective about the woo woo yeah. from from our perspective and understanding the energy. And the qi and the shen, besides just the physical or jing, that allopathic medicine doctors understand, uh, what they do is woo-woo because they're just focused on the physical and they don't deal with the energetic or the spiritual parts of the medicine. Mm -hmm. So they're leaving out like two-thirds of the medicine that could be more functional for them. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: So in in my opinion, just focusing on the physical is woo-woo because you're not dealing with other aspects of the function. Okay, well, that's Mm -hmm. a a different story. We could get into that for hours.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, some people might want to ask, well, if I think I have damp and I have cold or if I have damp and I have heat, so what do I do now? You know, with all the shoe stream points, can I still use them or use them in combination or use one of each? Or how do I know where to put the white tan, white patch, and the tan batch?
0: Use them in combination. So, if you're following this paradigm, you'd use both uh, a shoe stream like Bladder 65, which was in my first example, and, um, and a Ying Spring for excess heat like Stomach 44. So, you'd have a Stomach 44, Bladder 65 combination with the stomach 44 for the heat and the bladder 65 for the dam. So Ooh. that would be the case Hint. also. Does it
1: matter which side is which or which patch is on what point? Mm,
0: if you, fo- not really, but if you follow the, um, the right, left paradigm, you put the positive on the right and negative on the left, or if you do a sky earth paradigm, you attempt to put the uh, positive patches above the belly button and negative patches below. But you can make exceptions, especially when there is pain, because in the case of pain, the blockage could have reverse polarity in that area, and you're trying to get the patches to move through the blockage and reestablish a normal flow of chi. So it doesn't really matter as long as the blockage clears up.
1: Mm. so so if I'm using stomach uh and a uh, bladder uh, like in your example, would I put the tan on the stomach point or the bladder point
0: um, put put the tan on the stomach on the left and the uh, white patch on the right bladder sixty five and um, you can switch it up. If that doesn't work as well as you'd like, then switch it up. Put mm. put the uh, put the tan one then on left bladder sixty five, and the white one on right stomach forty four.
1: Okay, but you just to clarify, you wouldn't put both white and tan patches on the same limb. You could. You could.
0: If you're trying to save money, you just use one pair of ice wave and. If you don't care how many patches you use, and you can probably be more effective by using two pair.
1: Well, if I just have one set of Ice Wave patches and I use Stomach 44 on the right foot and Bladder 65 on the right foot, is that going to be as effective as putting the tan one on the left foot and the white one on the right foot?
0: Yeah, it probably be just as effective, yes.
1: Ah, okay, okay. What about wind pain? Is there a kind of pain that is from wind, excess wind or dry?
0: Uh that's also uh indicated by shoestream. And we we know that uh wood is associated with with wind. So if if we look at the shoestream point for liver, that's liver three. And for gallbladder it's 41. So I'd use a, a liver three, gallbladder 41 pair in that case. And we're we're just talking about the confines of this paradigm. So there are right. lots of other points we could be using for wind, like um, the uh, wind gate, which is uh, GV16, or gallbladder. Thirty-one, which is on the side of the leg, when you let your arm hang down and your middle finger points right to it. But those aren't within the paradigm of the shoestream Stream Five Element uh, pattern that we're, we've been talking about today.
1: So, what? How would wind wind related pain uh, manifest in the body? What does what would somebody what symptom would be a wind related pain? It, I can't think of anything right now.
0: It
1: kind. Itching. Itching, okay, that's not really pain. How about headaches?
0: um yeah, headaches if like like um if there's a liver cheese stagnation and the liver yon rising the the yang that's rising and hits the head creates headache pain mm. so that so if somebody movement, has headaches
1: with wind, that would be a wind pain kind of thing or wind related yes, issues
0: because. Because the stagnation is like a pressure cooker, and the excess yang comes off it like, like a heat wave that you look at coming off hot pavement. And that movement of the yang coming off the stagnation or the excess heat rises like movement. Movement is wind. And that movement then hits the head and is excess yang or heat, and that creates blockages in the head especially in the gallbladder channel on the side of the head, and that gives you a headache, not the least of which is a migraine.
1: Yeah, those those are pretty nasty. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: I had a couple of those lately. Uh, but so, I, I used to be so sensitive to wind. I mean, if you, if you had a fan in the room and it hit the back of my neck, that was it. I would start getting a headache, and I'm like, no!
0: <laughs> right. Because you're you're invading your uh, your tai yang, which is your small intestine and your bladder, on the most superficial part of your neck. So you have frequencies coming in from the fan, like wind invading your neck. So that's another example of okay. a wind invasion. And if it's a wind cold invasion, that could lead to uh, getting a cold if you don't clear the um, the cold and, and resolve it quickly. So um, in, in the uh, case you were asking about the wind earlier, with liver 3 and gallbladder 41, I would use a tan patch on left liver 3 and the white patch on right gallbladder 41. And that's probably something a lot of listeners heard before liver three gallbladder forty one for um for liver stagnation and for uh headache, like on the side of the head
1: mhm, I really like that combination personally
0: mhm yep.
1: okay great um anything you want to add on the shoe three points before we go to some other questions
0: uh one more point that's really important and that would be mm-hmm. spleen 9, damp. So uh, spleen 9 is a hussy point, and hussy points, as I indicated earlier, are for pain that's caused by obstruction of movement in the hollow organs, like the foo organs, the stomach, the small intestine, the large intestine. And um, that usually results in the fluid not moving and damp accumulating, and so spleen 9 is a really good pussy point to resolve that issue to get rid of the excess damp in the hollow organs.
1: Mm. Yeah, I actually was uh, muscle testing a lot uh, in the in, in the well not this month but last month, uh spleen nine, spleen line, spleen nine kept like muscle testing it over and over again and I was having a lot of intestinal uh, blockage and like my poop wouldn't come out and I was like, oh man, I could just feel it swollen in there um and uh, I mean I had to figure out later on it was like a spiritual issue that I had to deal with um for uh for not just me, other people. But uh, you know, once I figured out what the heck i was supposed to do spiritually <laughs> then it it just all released but it was interesting how you know like every other day my body was like yeah i do spleen nine i'm like oh my gosh i'm already not eating fried food i'm not eating sugar i'm not eating ice cream i'm not eating dairy you know and it's not even raining out and i'm still my body's still calling for the spleen nine and that's and that's when i was having all that oh. intestinal stuff so just to say uh yeah you were right on <laughs> i definitely you need know, at that
0: point you know it's calling for it because it's sore, it's like an Ashi point. And that means you're full yeah. of damp and it needs to be stimulated. Mm
1: hmm.
0: So so yeah. spleen uh spleen well, twenty one is cold. often
1: sore too. Is that a is that a damp point or not really? That underneath the underneath the armpit? Sore? We were talking about that earlier when oh, you yes. were uh we're we talking to the roofer. spleen twenty one underneath the armpit, yeah, that is range, sore. Uh,
0: yeah that's the great low that disperses uh, chi throughout the chest and the chest chi is called zong chi or central chi and uh all the meridians from the legs uh the yin meridians empty into the chest and then the yin meridians to the arms come from the chest down to the arms so uh that's a really good point for keeping that movement flowing and not not getting blocked up or creating pain in the chest
1: Mm, okay, that's cool. Okay. Yeah. We have a couple of questions here. And by the way, if you're calling in and so patiently waiting <laughs> to ask your question, you can live uh, either on the chat or call in at 818-514-1190. Again, 818-514-1190. Hit 1. We have about 10 minutes left for questions, so um, just make sure your hand is up so we can answer your question for you. And uh few questions that came my, in... Um, What was that, Dr.
0: Dennis? I probably spent too much time flapping my gums.
1: Well, this is, you know, without without pictures, it's kind of hard on radio to to, to figure this out. But I will, on the blog post, guys, I will put, uh, I'll try to find... A good image for you uh mr google see if we can have some images i did take notes for you guys and then and then like i said i kind of simplified what uh, dr dennis said by just giving you some options you know to try you know some some protocols to try for the different kinds of pain the different points that you can try um so one of the questions that came in was uh are there any acupuncture points you can use with the patches to help support hair growth on the top of the head and on the lashes
0: yeah, the the top of the head or head hair is under the control of kidney chi, so you want to tonify the kidneys like bladder 23, kidney 3, those kinds of points. So just energy enhancer patches on both kidney 3 is good.
1: Okay. Thank you. Does the mm-hmm. eyelashes, uh, is that under the auspices of kidney chi as well?
0: Well... The eyelids themselves are under the control of the spleen, but that's the muscles in the eyelids. So that the hair for the rest of the body is under the control of the lung. So uh, you could try the kidney, you can try the lung, and you can try the spleen or a combination of those, and, and you'll get at your eyelashes. Mm,
1: okay. All right. The other question was: uh, Is there an uh, acupuncture points, well, we're using the patch that would help support the body's natural healing of thickened toenails? Now, in Western medicine, we, you know, a lot of times there's, there's what we would call a fungal infection in the toenails, but we're not talking about how to treat a fungal infection. But is there right. a way of supporting the now in Chinese medicine? I think it's like fungus would be like. Excess damp or something. So I don't know. Is there some yeah. like point you would think might help? I mean, the thickened toenails is really, really difficult to treat, even in Western medicine.
0: Right. Yeah. Unless you're using tea tree oil or uh, or apple cider vinegar. Uh, so uh, yeah, you you look in this paradigm for damp because uh, fungal infection under the toes is a uh, form a damp heat and there could even be a wind component like itching but let's just combine it to the damp and the heat. So for the, the damp uh, that's a shoestring point so you could actually uh, hit on bladder 65 like we did to begin with and um, for the heat uh, stomach 44
1: Alright, cool Very cool So that's
0: just an example You, you can try other Stream points And ying spring points But that would just be one One shot for that
1: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay um, Let's see if there are any questions Here Okay, so Margaret says there's a pain on the left side under her rib cage that's tender to touch. So, left rib cage, under the left rib cage, I should say.
0: So, it's front or the side?
1: Uh, I think it's the side, right, Margaret? She said left side, so I'm not sure if she means directly on the side or whether it's more in the front or more in the back, so maybe you can. You can write okay. that for
0: us. Well, uh, if it's on the side, it's probably. It sounds like below the rib, so that's way under the spleen twenty-one. So we're talking about liver, gallbladder kind of area, and the livers or the woods indicated for what's called hypochondriac pain, which is pain of the ribs and the side of the rib cage. But if it's just below the ribs, then we're talking more uh, diaphragm and abdomen. So I think you said it was below the ribs, right?
1: Yeah, she said below.
0: Okay, so we're talking about abdomen. So, the the command point for the abdomen is stomach 36, and that's really easy to find. So, uh, put the ice wave patches on stomach 36 with the white on the right or the 10 on the left. Or you can treat the painful area as so an ASHI point and bracket it using the, the Halt-Wanger clock or bracket method. Mm hmm. And you can also try. Walk
1: method is what's in the brochure.
0: Right. And instead of the uh, white ice wave patch, or in addition to it, you could also use the YH patches like Eon or glutathione or carnosine and stack any one of those on top of the white ice wave patch or use it in place of the white ice wave patch to see what kind of results you get.
1: Yeah, sometimes and for beginners it's confusing because they're like, oh, if I use up, you know, all my tan patches and I'm not using my white patch and using a YH patch instead, I'll have all these leftover white patches. I don't know what to do
0: with. So you you can always use them with the SP6 patch. That is Or so save, to again
1: save again. them until you
0: need them. <laughs> right. Save you until what? Save them until you need them. Um, you'll always... <laughs> You always need them eventually for something.
1: <laughs> okay, okay. We have a question here, Doctor Dennis. I'm going to unmute. So, um, phone number ending in five three five three. Do you have a question for Doctor Dennis? I do. Um, I was wondering.
0: Yes, I hear you. Kind of been
1: going around. Can you hear me? Oh, I, you,
0: you blacked out after. You oh, blacked out a little bit. Okay, let me walk Back, outside. Maybe that's a better. again, please. So just even as this call started, I've been having
1: um, kind of that feeling like I'm getting a cold in my throat. And earlier this morning, um, a point just about down to the second or third rib on the right in the front, that pain started to get bigger and bigger this morning. So I feel like those two are related. Um,
0: uh-huh. I if you had any
1: recommendations along these lines for that kind of a pattern so I can reverse <laughs> and not get the yeah.
0: put, put a uh, glutathione patch on your throat chakra or, or CV22 and the carnosine patch on CV17
1: okay great I already have the, car- the glutathione on my throat so I'll put the carnosine on CV17 did you say
0: Yes, which is yep, uh, at, of the t- at the level of the, the fourth intercostal space in the midline. Okay, great. And, and, and the, it's the, often the, kind the, of tender
1: too on that sternum point.
0: Yeah. The, the YH patches are are best for starting to get a cold because they're powerful antioxidant stimulating, like the glutathione Uh, because that that glutathione is the body's master antioxidant, and it replenishes vitamin C and E and A and CoQ10. But uh, let's say you didn't have any YH patches and you still have the symptoms you described, you could use either energy enhancer or IceWave patches on lung 1 or on spleen 21, which we just talked about a few minutes ago, on the side of the chest. And that would... uh, get the qi moving in your chest. And you can actually add those to the uh, glutathione and carnosine that I suggested too.
1: Oh, great. Thank you.
0: And okay. also, uh, I, I can give you an ancient Chinese secret herb formula that's really simple that will blow out a wind-cold invasion. If you're still in the wind-cold stage and it has not transformed into wind heat yet, like you don't have a mm-hmm. sore throat you just have a stiff neck and headache and and runny nose. It's really clear and uh, your wei qi field is breaking down. That's your protective qi, and and it's basically a wind cold invasion and it has not transformed into sore throat yet, which would be wind heat. You can use a tea called Song Bai Tong. C O N G. Uh, C O N G is onion or scallion. By is white. Okay. Song by Tong is 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 tea. So you make that by chopping up a handful of scallions, and you you chop up a handful of fresh ginger root, and you use some fermented soy called Dan Dao Chi in, in in Chinese medicine, it's Dan Dao Chi or fermented soy. It usually comes black, and it, it mm-hmm. aids in in um, diuresis or getting rid of excess water. So that helps your body flood toxins out of your body. So you make a tea out of all that while you're still in a wind cold stage and your weight qi field is breaking down and it will just blow it out. You won't, will not get sick. Okay. What if I
1: already have the sore throat?
0: Okay. Then you've already transformed in the wind heat and then the the, com, the patch combination I gave you is good, uh, and uh, Chinese herb wise, uh, the the standard patent formula for that is Yin Chao zan. In the early stages of the cold, right after it's transformed in the wind heat, the Yin Chao Y i n q i a o s a n is a good formula. Thank you. You're welcome. So Thank it it'll have a synergistic effect with the patches. They'll enhance each other to to help you get rid of it faster.
1: Wonderful. Really cool. appreciate it. All right. You're welcome. Okay. Hope you feel better soon. <laughs> Yeah, actually, uh, I don't know too much about Chinese uh, medical herbal stuff because I never learned that. I just didn't learn the acupuncture uh, part of it. It's almost the French French version of acupuncture, interestingly. Um, but my yeah. um, colleague who did work uh, with me in the office, I mean, we had two separate businesses, but she introduced me to some formulas. And I guess some of her uh, – her in her acupuncture school, there were some mixed formulas Um and to cover some of the, uh, you know, the various different things. I, I realize that uh, Airborne has a lot of, uh, you know, dyes and stuff in it. But i got to tell you, it still works. It's got Chinese herbs in it for, for you know, upper respiratory infectious things. And, um, you know, if you don't know Chinese medicine, then that, a lot of times that still works. You just have to take a bunch during the day. Um and I, I don't know, I can't remember what it has in there, but the, the other one I've used in the office from, I think, 7 fourths is Ilex-15, and that seems to work really well, too, in preventing um, cold colds from coming through. Uh, that now with,
0: with those mustard uh, formulas, you want to be careful and read the ingredients because a lot of them have sucralose in them, which causes inflammation and, and blockages and will lead to more pain elsewhere.
1: Yeah, you don't want to be doing that kind kind of stuff regularly. That's for mm No.
0: Mm-mm,
1: mm-mm. Okay, let me just check to see if there's any other questions. If you're going to use uh, yeah, a Mark- spray.
0: Well, let, let me say well, one I'm more gonna- thing. If you're going to use a spray to get rid of uh, wind-cold invasion or wind-heat transformation of it really quickly, then just use colloidal silver spray, like sovereign mm-hmm. silver, 10 parts per million, and put it in a spray bottle and... And uh, you can even put a few drops of thieves in there, and that will just get rid of it.
1: Yeah, I actually have a a silver called ACS Silver. Uh, It's nano-sized silver, and that seems to work really well. I've actually used it for a friend of mine who had um, a whole bunch of uh, repetitive eye infections. And so I said, well, spray your eyes. (laughs) And he did and he goes, "Wow, this stuff works really well. I used to wake up with goop all the time on my eyes and this is uh you know, this this works really well." So, uh yeah, the sl- silver works well if you don't have the Chinese herbs. Um rest works really well. And I do like some of the uh the you know, the points on the throat chakra you mentioned. And if someone's just 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 getting a cold, if they put it in the uh, gu- uh, gallbladder 20 at the back of the head, sometimes I get a headache there because I know I'm going to start something or something's trying to start. Yeah. If I put ice wave patches there right away, like right away on gallbladder 20, then it just kicks it right out, that wind,
0: yeah. right out, because and then I don't end up getting cold. Gallbladder 20 is indicated for wind, so when you have a a wind-cold invasion, it gets rid of the wind component. Then you just need to warm up afterwards.
1: Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, well, that's all the time we have for uh, today, everyone. Thank you so much, Dr. Dennis, again, a uh, wealth of uh, information and knowledge. Thank you so much. It was pretty cool. Uh, so I'm, I'm just finishing up the blog post, everybody. I'm going to see if I can find some images for you for those uh, five elements we talked about. And um, But I've got all their notes down there, so wait about 10 minutes or so, and I'll have that published for you right on the patchtrainingteam.com forward slash blog uh, and then you'll be able to, uh, to see the post right there. And then if you have some ideas for Dr. Dennis and I to talk about next time on next month's show, please let us know. You can contact us through thepatchtrainingteam.com or contact Dr. Dennis Lobstein on Facebook uh, or myself. Or better, if you uh, ask my, Jennifer, my assistant, so I won't forget because uh, I'm so busy. Um, and then you can just say, hey, can, can we talk about such and such on the LifeWave Patching Show? So thank you again, Dr. Dennis, and thanks everyone for listening in.
0: You're welcome. It was fun as usual, Dr. Karen, and I really enjoyed being with you all. And have a good month. We'll see you next uh, uh, in May.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we'll see you in May. Okay, bye, Dr. Dennis. Bye, everyone.
0: Bye-bye.